Okay, okay. On tonight's episode of Sippin' on a 40, I think all we're doing is talking about the Sedins. But you know what? After what we just saw from Jacob Markstrom, we got to throw him in there somehow, some way. But I do just want to keep this pretty much to Henrik and Daniel. We got Bondi in here. We got Begsy in here. Yo, Begsy looking sharp. Again, March Madness coming up. Vote for Trevor. You like the underdog because most likely if you're listening to this, you are an underdog in life. Gotta love the underdog. It's all about the underdog. That's why we watch sports. Everyone loves the underdog in sports. I'm number 64. Trying to climb to at least number 60. Let's go. Have you figured out the odds yet for Trevor to win one round? If I, if I put 10 bucks on Trevor to win one round, how much money am I getting back? It really depends on who he's facing. I would say not knowing who he's facing at all, I would say he's at least uh, 20 to 1 underdog. At least. 20 to 1. Yo, I take those odds. Hey, Just yeah, to win one round. Hey. Yeah. You never know what can happen. You Bonnie's never know what can happen. Yeah, I'm going on. A, I'm going on the campaign. Like we're getting, we're getting the social media train going. The videos, the massages, all of it. Massages. Well, who, okay. who are you I'm, I'm giving out shoulder rubs. Massages. If you, no, you know what, I think you better watch down. out. It's 2020. You better watch out who you say that to. I'll, that's all. I'm, I'm saying. just saying. You know, everyone's welcome. You know, all inc- inclusivity. Well, you know what, we, we kind of figured out what we're gonna do with uh, Trevor and the marketing campaign. Yeah. We're thinking of, thinking of this. If you don't vote for Trevor, his kids, his future kids, are not, are not being fed. You know what I'm saying? Because no, Trevor needs the clout. He's going to get his future kids to come beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's Yo, they're, they're enforcers, man. They'll be enforcers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, let's do it. Sipping on a 40. Henrik and Daniel, shout out to you. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. Yo, 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 what is up? Welcome to another episode of Sippin' on a 40. My name, Kyle Bowen. Shout out to Nux Misconduct and SB Nation. Speaking of Nux Misconduct, we got Begsy Bondi here. It's one of those days, right? Special game, special Wednesday night. Probably your your most favorite Wednesday in quite some time. Oh, absolutely. This has been one of the best games to watch. And maybe since, pretty personally, since their last home game. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I think that's right. At least right? game I was looking forward to and like getting hyped for. Hundred percent. You know, ironically, both had to do with the twins. I'm a big fan of Hump Day in general. Okay, Wednesday is always a good day. It's never not going to be a good day. But today, not only did we see the Sedins get their numbers retired, but we saw the best regular season goaltending performance in Canucks history. Wait, 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 wait. hold up. You like Wednesday? Yeah, <laughs> it's Hump Day, man. How Wednesday do you, doesn't how do you have like Wednesday. A, Wednesday doesn't have a feeling though. No, yes, it does. No, it, no, it doesn't. Yes, it no, does. Yo, the bro. feeling is hump day, man. No, it's not. No. You, okay, Get your Friday. On. The, Friday no, has a feel. This guy's not doing Saturday it right. Saturday has a feel. This guy's not Monday doing it right. Monday has a feel. Wednesday does not have a feel. No, Wednesday does have a feel. It doesn't. If you, it doesn't. Put, if you put more importance on Thursday, then Wednesday kind of feels like, oh, shit. We almost there. Yo, we're doing the a race hockey. Is almost over. We're doing a hockey podcast. No Wednesday night hockey. There's usually some good games going on. Yeah, man. We're recording a hockey podcast in here. And it's hump day. Come on, man. It's the trifecta. Yeah. Is there a reason why they call it hump day? Like, uh, is it a day where like it's most it. people have sex or something? No, no, real talk. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I don't know. Like the, the, the science it's show. It's because it's the middle of the week. Yeah, it's the middle it's, of the week. You know, if the, it's the hump, like the very top, and you got to go down, and you're going down from there. Well, I thought science showed, or, or just the data showed that, you know, that was a day where people <laughs> felt a little, you know, 
little free. No, that's had some time on their hands. I don't know. It's definitely, that, it's definitely Saturday. That that might be just a Kyle Bauer thing. <laughs> <laughs> what here on Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it is what it is. Hey, Wednesdays, good times. You know, hockey. You're right. It's pretty much the biggest day, other than the Saturday. Henrik and Daniel retire. Well, their their numbers retired today, and it was the biggest day since what Bondi said. Their last day, ironically, man. That was a that was a special moment. Trevor and I didn't really get to see much of the speech or hear it, much of the speech. We're recording this at ten twenty four. Been busy. Bondi, give it a would it win an Oscar? Let's say when it comes to like retirement ceremonies of the last year yes. in the NHL. Yes, yes? it would yes. win best reti- uh, number retiring ceremony. Personally, yes. They had they pulled out all the stops. They had everyone there. Uh, Kevin Bieksa's speech was really good. The twin speech was very emotional. It was just a well done speech. Did they cry? Did they cry? They, do, do you think they no, cried? Okay, no, they weren't. They weren't. Doesn't look like they weren't bawling their eyes out. But like you could, they zoomed in on Brian Burke and it looked like he was starting to cry. What Brian Burke was about to cry? Yeah. Wow, that's that's beautiful. Who cried the most? Was it Ryan Kessler when he got his ovation? He was Man. looking a bit misty. Yeah. Yeah. Can really? imagine so. I felt like he worked he hard happy. for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, no, he did work hard he for that. On, he went on a full <laughs> PR campaign to try, like we're gonna do for you, for your for your uh, top sixty four. I, I will. I will cry for claps and likes. I'm just like Kessler, guys. Yo, hundred. Oh man. You, I, th- I think Trevor's still bitter, man. Trevor's still not over the Kessler debacle, you know? It is what yeah, it is. You're I'm one of those people. Over it. Yo, I had a quickie episode on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, Buried true, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I know, so I have a very good friend of mine fair, who fair, fair. still absolutely hates Kessler. He wants nothing to do with Kessler. To me, it's it's petty man drama. That's all it is. Yeah, like, that's it's, okay. It's sports. But it's like, it, you know, you, you want to hate on the girls who are watching The Bachelor. And, you know, yeah, 100%. It's petty. Always, yeah, it's petty it's like sports fan. Man gossip. That's all yeah, it is. That's all it is, yeah, man. Just get over it. You know, it's all, it's all in the past, man. You know what? At, at the end of the day, I think anyone can have any opinion they want when it comes to a, an athlete. Who cares? Right, this, is, this, is enough Ryan he's, he's not, this is enough Ryan Kessler talk on this night. This well, it's his fault. Like, 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 like Trevor said, he went on a whole, no, you said it. He went on a whole PR tour oh, before yeah, he no, got back to Vancouver. Did, yeah. He did it. He did it well. And, you know, you saw him be so happy. Like, I saw a little gif of it. And, yeah, he did look super happy. You know, if he if he really wanted Vancouver back on his side, so be it. So be it. He put, on, put in a lot of hours, you know, bled a lot. But there's no way this guy's getting any other, like, ceremony. Or, you know, mm-hmm. it's done. Like And that's fine. Man. Anything I, from that 2011 team, even, even Roberto Luongo, in my opinion, no more. Other than the ring of honor for Roberto, no more, in my opinion. You don't want to see the gang back together? It's just, it's just like, yo, get over it, you know? Get over it. It's all good. Just Roberto, but you can't, I don't think, no, not Ryan Kessler. No, I don't, think, I don't think Kessler should Ring be. Ring of Honor? No. No way. No. I wouldn't put either of them in there, I, to be honest. No, I, would, I don't, like I said, when I had Israel Fair on. No Luongo of, on the Ring of Honor. Is no. that what Trevor, what, yes. you too? Yes. Here, because, here's what you're I said. You're Italian, bro. No. Okay, here, look. <laughs> Come on, bro. Hey, you're the one. That, that's hey, your hey, brother, hey, hey, dude. Hey, you're the one always talking about. You know, we don't have any cups. Why I know, I am. I know, Why I am. are we putting all these guys up? We never won a cup. We have six retired numbers right now. Isn't I thought Luongo was just the exception no, kind of no. based on... Hey, you're, hey okay, I'm, keep I'm, going, t- keep I'm going. taking your words. You're the one who said... I know. You're the one who said and too much. We were celebrating too much of the past that we haven't won anything. So why do you want to put up all these people who not all won? these people, not all these people? I just, look, I just, think, we have I thought Roberto. W- look, if you're gonna give, if you're gonna give, you know, Kirk McLean the honor, if you're gonna give, that's the main. You know, argument, if you're though. gonna give Alexander Burroughs even the argument, like, what do you mean Alexander Burroughs over Roberto Luongo? I think Roberto Luongo gets the ring of honor, in my opinion. That's it. And, we, and if he doesn't, I'm not gonna, 
I'm not gonna fucking cry about it. I'm not gonna lose sleep we over it. I just think based the on the Canucks, standard that they set. The Canucks officially have six retired numbers <laughs> and however many Ring of Honor players yeah. for a franchise in 50 zero years cups. that has won zero, zero cups. cups. I say we put a moratorium on any new Ring of Honor number retirements until they win a cup. Because you know what's gonna happen when they do win a cup is everyone's gonna want the entire roster's numbers retired. So let's just cool it on the Ring of Honor jersey retirement stuff until they actually do win that's just my opinion yeah i think it's a good take i think you know it's a, it's a lot of rewarding for 50 years of, of losing for lack of a better term but Yo, you know I'm, i totally agree with you guys i do I like do. why the fuck is harold snaps <laughs> in the, the ring of honor the mustache what? right yeah is that it the but, community good team guy yo no, brandon sutter might get there <laughs> but going back to longo i think the main argument too is that you look at a guy like Kurt mcclade in there and longo and based on the stats he has all the better stats all the yeah. better accolades you know, so when you look at those two, I, I see your point. And he's like, Roberto why, but, Luongo. You know? Yeah, but I think, too, the well, whole story, you have to consider the whole story, and it's the same thing with Ryan Kessler. Fair, fair. Like, Kessler is one of the best, probably one of the most dominant forwards ever in Canucks history, more than a guy like Thomas Greedy or Alex and, Burrows that's already what? up there. You, you but it's that, the whole story. It's the same thing with Luongo. It's funny because you saying that doesn't even say that much. Like, Kessler being the most one of the most dominating forwards in Canucks history just kind of tells the tale of how mediocre this team's kind of been over 50 years. And, yo, I'm, I'm the most pessimistic guy when it comes to celebrating all these things way too much roberto luongo will have the conversation for another day but the whole thing about henrik and daniel just felt just felt a lot different it really did it kind of just brought back that childish love for the canucks mm -hmm. once again because yeah they didn't get us a championship but you gotta you gotta agree with this they were they were the best players in the nhl over a two-year span no player in canucks history has done that and they were they got the art ross trophies you know they got the most points and to do that from the city of Vancouver, you know, just like, yo, props, yo. Oh, that's props. No, that's props right there, man. Yeah. Let's props. go. Like, that's, that's, a, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. To do that from Vancouver, mad props. Like, you guys were the best players in the NHL when Crosby and Ovechkin were, quote, unquote, in their prime based on the stats. And I just thought that was so remarkable. I remember being, what, 17, 16 years old when Henrik did that. And I was, I just felt so proud. Well, it's a crazy, it just felt different today. It's a crazy stat, man. So when you look at their most dominant years from 2009 to 2011 in the regular season, those two seasons, Henrik was the only guy to go over 200 points. Daniel was fourth place behind you know, Crosby and Ovechkin. Even by points per game, it's Crosby, it's Henrik, and it's Daniel. A two-year stretch where like... Crazy. Yo, they're they're, they're City and like right a, up there. Yeah. It's crazy. That's crazy, yo. And we saw the list of from guys... From Vancouver. Yeah, we saw the list of guys on the TV tonight who have like... Been on a goal from an assist from both Sedins, but man, they were just so consistent. And I think that was one of the biggest things, even just like looking back at their careers this week. And, you know, I, I'm doing this piece for Nux Misconduct that you should go check out on check it uh, out. the two uh, the two seasons where check they won the out. Ross back to back. And it's, you know, it's crazy how consistent they were. Daniel, he what, didn't even have any like crazy spurts where he's like four points a game, five points a game, but he just had like a couple points every game. He, he had one streak of going three games without a point. Other than that, he never went longer than two games. And for the most part, he's never going longer than one game without a point. Like, just points every night. Yeah. No, 100%. For a two-year run, you know, they were doing whatever it took to get points. They were just that good. Nobody could stop them, bro. Nobody could stop them. It was uh, it was weird. It was, they turned guys like fucking Anson Carter. <laughs> money. Money makers. <laughs> they made a bank. Bank, bro. Bank, bro. Like, there, there was just a position there to be had by so many players. We saw it for years. You know, Anson Carter, Taylor Pyatt. It's funny how long that it took the Canucks Alex to figure it Burrows. out, you know? 
It took them like four years to finally get to Alex Burris. But think about their whole careers. Steve you, Bernier. Like, what, it was just yeah, remarkable. That's the thing. Taylor, Taylor Pyatt, Pyatt, Steve yeah. Bernier, all these big guys. They always tried to throw on, on Burrow's <laughs> line. Maybe because they had some success with Klatt, and Klatt was kind of a grinder like that. But, mm-hmm. man, you're right. It, t- it took them probably four years in their prime and eight set, like eight or seven years of their career before they ended up with Burrows, I know. who was easily their best line mate. That's crazy to think about. He just knew about, how to play you know? with them, man. He just knew how to play with them. I mean, they, they put the city on when it came to, again, having – some of the well, they were the best players in the NHL. Like that's in the history books, and that came from Vancouver. Another thing is that they're, they're twins. We watch a ton of sports, bro. This is never going to happen again. No, I don't think in that, any sports. Like I don't watch soccer. Maybe maybe there's some fucking prize soccer prospects that are twins that play on the same team. And I'm telling you, that just the story. It's so remarkable. It's so interesting. It came from our city. It's so weird. It's so bizarre. Twins leading their sport in scoring back to back years. Twins, identical twins too. Yeah, that's what I think makes the story so unique and makes them so beloved by you know fans like us is the fact that they're twins. <laughs> twins. They played eighteen seasons in the same city. Yo, how many twins? They played. Do you they know? spent. They spent their entire career with the Vancouver Canucks. They were drafted and they retired. Got over a thousand points. <laughs> Sorry, you're gonna ask how many twins I know? How many twins do you know, man? Okay, I'm thinking. I think I identical twins. Sorry. Maybe I, two. Two pairs. Okay, identical? Probably just one. Twins in general? Like, maybe three Were or they four. talented? Were they, like, best friends? They were actually really good athletes. But were they good together? You know what I'm saying? Well, like, on the, on the, the telepathy, field? telepathy, yeah. Yeah. I, I guess so. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't really know any twins who are huge athletes. Probably know about, like, three from high school. And there's some, like, couple, like, really were they grainy best friends? twins. Were they best friends? Could they answer each other's questions? Yeah, yeah. They Could they were, finish yeah. each other's sentences? Yeah, something like that. Henrik and Daniel definitely do that too, man. Just remarkable, man. Twins. I don't even. Yo, it, it's, it's funny. Like you should pull up a list, maybe a bef- like when we come back from break, but like the most famous twins and. No, that's what we're doing. Sports don't history. Worry, don't okay, worry. okay, you got some lists. No, I, no, no. I no. checked them out, man. Okay. Yo, Henrik and Daniel, the most fucking unique. I'm telling you right now. Because they, again, because they were the best. They were the fucking best, bro. Vancouver. You. That's why we're so proud of this. I saw one tweet. From a homie that I don't think like he is a hockey fan. Don't get me wrong. He has a he has a tattoo of the the ducks on his fucking forearm. You know the mighty Seriously? ducks. No, he, and it's not just for swag. Like he's actually a, he has a, a Gibson jersey. I talk about this guy a couple times because it's so rare. But he 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 had a tweet out. I think he was just chirping. He's like, "Yo, the Canucks, the Vancouver's actually celebrating like they've won cups." He's just chirping, you know, chirping. I don't think he really meant that because a he doesn't really know what it's like being a Vancouver Canuck fan. And Henrik and Daniel, bro. They were ours. Like, you don't get it. They're so unique. Nobody else is going to have that in sport. Yeah. Did they get us a championship? No. But that is Vancouver's. Yeah. Vancouver's. Whenever and the th- fact that other fans like him don't like it just in- contributes to kind of that yes. us versus the world mentality. Exactly. Every sports fan fucking why likes we, that. We like that so much. Every why we like them sorry, so much. fucking likes that. Yo, down the road, this world's going to be around for a long time. Thousands and thousands and thousands of years. You're optimistic, man. Anyways. I am optimistic. Yo, in, in other sports... <laughs> When twins end up having this opportunity to play together and have a chance to dominate, they will always be compared to the NHL and the Hen- and Henrik and Daniel Sedin. You know what I'm saying? That's not going to happen to any other pair of athletes or pair of twins in the world. It's Henrik and Daniel. That's the standard for twin excellence in the world of sport. And that comes from Vancouver. To me, I fuck with that, yo. I fuck with that. The city doesn't have a lot to, to hang their hat on and just say that that's ours. But yeah, we have the most dominating set of twins in sports, ever play- in sports history in the world. 
in the world. And it, you know, that title couldn't have gone to a, to a better set of twins. Like Henrik and Daniel, just they're great people. Ambassadors of the world. Yeah. Looking forward to next time we go to Canucks game. I get to see the banners. That'll be cool. Can you just take a selfie like that yeah. with the banners in the back? That's going to be good, man. Those fresh banners. Yo, whatever it's like, guys, did I tell you about the story about my first ever Canucks game? Explain, bro. So I was 15 years old and I, I looked like a hoodlum. I had like the big puffy skull jacket, my winter jacket, the long hair. Me and my buddy were like the only guys who got searched out of like everyone going in. Why? Because we, we just looked like idiots. <laughs> you look dude. greasy. Yeah, like greasy 15 year old high school kids. I'm like, my buddy's like had a rich dad, got tickets. Anyways, first game, like lower bowl. Uh, they, they let me in, and, and I'm and Linda's number is just retired then, because it's about like 08 or something like that. And we're so baked, and I was like, bro, I can't find Linda's banner anywhere. Like, where the fuck is it? Second intermission, we look above our heads, and it's right there. We've been looking around for like an hour and a half, like, yo, where's Linda's banner, man? I can't see it anywhere. Right above our heads, man. That was my first Canuck game. And Steve Bernie hits yeah, through the glass. My very first Canuck game, I was eight years old. Yeah, cool. It was Canucks versus Flames. Roman Turek was a net for the oh, Flames. Oh, that's classic. That's a classic, yeah. bro. Did they have the horse jersey on? Yeah, too? they did. Yeah, they did. Damn, that the jersey, horse. That, what do you think about that jersey? It's it's it, it, it's, I think, uh, it's cool. No, it's <laughs> aged well. I think it's, it's aged, aged well. well. I think it's aged well. Roman Turek, man. They should bring him back just bro, for a game. Henrik and Daniel dominated the Flames too. That was that was a good part too. Like Flames I hate, and Oilers. Yeah, oh, I just yeah. Especially hate the those Oilers. Alberta teams growing up. I just hated those teams. And it was always nice having those two, especially during their little run, like their little four-year stretch where they just, yeah, they put on a clinic. They're they're a big, re- they're a big reason why those teams got like lottery picks. Yeah, <laughs> legit, dude. Edmonton they're a big has- reason why Edmonton like spun their wheels for a decade. <laughs> yeah, just Henrik and Daniel, so you just pump them every chance they got. Yo, the NHL doesn't appreciate Henrik and Daniel that much, in my opinion. Based so, yeah, so on how what? they're no, ours. No, I don't fucking need. I, other I don't teams need it. it. I don't need it. But even looking back at the top ten goals of the decade, the fact that. On ninety nine percent of those lists, Henrik and Daniel's performance against the against the Flames, where they both put it between their legs to to beat Kippersoff for a goal. Remember that game? Yeah. Between like how? Oh, com- man, tell me about it. I'm how I know how come how come that goal was never on these decade lists? It just says it right there. These two were never appreciated. Like you, who else is doing that? No, no one. Exactly. You can only find that on the top ten list when it's on YouTube, made by a ten year old from Vancouver. You know, Canuck fan two five one 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 or something. It's just ridiculous, man. Like no respect, but like Bonnie said, who cares? Fuck it. They're ours. They got their they got their due today. The city city was happy. And the Canucks won. We'll talk a little bit about that dub after the break. We really really don't have to talk about a lot. Only one player. And then we're gonna talk about the best twins in the world. In the world. In the world. Yeah, definitely. And we've been talking about them for most of the show, but we'll compare them to the to the other set of twins that were pretty remarkable. You're listening to sipping on a forty. Okay, okay, we are back on sipping on a 40. Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs, Bondi, Nux Misconduct. Go get the network. Four shows, one swipe. Boom, bam, you just made your hockey life a little bit better. Listen to the latest Silky and Filthy episode. We talked about bananas. We talked about Quebec being the new Florida. And 60 minutes of power plays. (laughs) And 60 minutes of power play talk. And you also got Bondi's latest episode with Izzy. The Izzy. Don't say the fucking last name. No, just Izzy. Izzy. It's Izzy. Don't worry about it. Dude, you know who he is. Dude you helped know who cover he is. the Olympics. Dude helped cover the Toronto Blue Jays during the bat flip. He was in the building, and his name's fucking Izzy. That resume speaks for itself, I think. Izzy. That's Go check clout. out the network, That's okay? That's right there. Go check he, out. Hey, he could be your opponent. No, no, no. Trevor's down, not. Man. Okay, Izzy is a guy that's going to be Izzy. anywhere from... 25 to 40, in my opinion, okay? 
Trevor, wow, nice, Tre- man. Trevor is going to be 60 to 64. We're, pl- we're playing that underdog card, okay? Yeah. And remember, you better vote for Trevor or his kids are just, yo. <laughs> his kids are going to beat you up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Gunny's sad music, man. I, my, my wife needs you, to hear you this. You want a little speech? You want a little speech? I'll, I'll, put some, I'll put you on the spot. You got to train for this. It's like, it's like a campaign now, bro. No, seriously, my... Okay, come okay, on. Okay, wait, wait. Let me just put... The, I'm the only... Whoa, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Okay, let let it sink in. Let it sink in. Is this sad? What oh, is sad. There you go. The floor is yours, Trevor. Why should people vote for Trevor Beggs in the March Madness tournament? So, you know, as the only married guy in this room, and, you know, even when you look around Canucks Twitter, there's lots of high school kids nowadays. Uh, I, I'm getting a little older. You know, living that married life. And uh, it, it's great. It's great. But, you know, ki- kids are on the way. Kids are on the way. And it's uh, it can be really hard as a podcaster. You know, you come to the studio and you just pour your blood, sweat, tears, vocal cords into it. But got to do it for my kids, man. Got to do it for the unborn babies. Canucks Nation. I need you. I need you right now. You heard Let's the, go. You heard the man. He needs you, and we need you too. We need you to yeah, vote for vote, Trevor. Vote for Trevor, or his unborn children will never see the light of the day. It's it's really on you, Canuck Nation, for a silly tournament. And me and Bonnie are not in the tournament. We're not bitter. We're not bitter. But no. it, you know, it's, not yeah, bitter at all. We're not bitter no. at all. Silly no. tournament, whatever. Fun tournament, no, silly tournament. Just just get Bagsy the dub, so he can. We're gonna kids. we're gonna live vicariously through Trevor. That's Please. our plan. That's what I want. That's what we want. Shout out to Nux Misconduct and shout out to Daryl for setting that whole thing up. It's going to be fun, man. We really need to interview this guy because me and Bondi have a couple questions. And we also want to be the official commentators of Canucks Twitter March Madness. Well, let's spread the word, man. Daryl's coming on. He'll come on. I hope he says we got, yes. We got to get man. him on. I hope he says yes. Maybe, maybe, maybe we don't have the clout. Maybe we have to be in the in the tournament. <sighs> like the first people get knocked out, have the opportunity yeah. to cover it. Yeah. Th- this is this is what Kyle got me to talk to Daryl first. He's like, "Yo, man, you got the clout. Go talk yeah. to him." Yeah, hundred percent. He's not going to respond to me. <laughs> That doesn't know who I am. Who the fuck's this Nick Bond? Oh, come on, no. Yeah. That's, come on, man. It's not like that, man. Yo, anyways, we, we talked about underrated guys their whole careers, man. Like, we talked about underrated guys on Silicon Field. The Sedins underrated their whole careers, but I, I just wanted to ask you guys this. Are the Sedins, is there any argument for the Sedins not to be a first ballot Hall of Famers? Ooh, first ballot. First ballot Again, Hall of Famers. Not just Hall of Fame. They're getting in. I don't think there's any fucking questions. I'll say this right now. In, I'll say this crazy. right now. If Matt Sundin is a first ballot Hall of Famer, I know he had more points, was the better player, but I, I don't get if he's a first ballot guy, then Henrik and Daniel, based on not just their play on the ice, but the aura and the the mystery and the the fascination behind them being twins, if they're not first ballot Hall of Famers, yo, I'm writing a letter. Is uh, Daniel Alfredson in the Hall of Fame? I don't he, think so, right? He wasn't on this list of 2019. I'm trying to see who got in this year. I can't remember. Alfredson's in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? I don't think so. No, he's not in the Hall of Fame. Not yet. Because this year was Zubov, Carbono, Wickenizer. Okay. I don't think Alfredson got in this year. Yeah, but we're, the whole thing is Henrik and Daniel are getting in. Are they going to be first ballot Hall of Famers? Yeah, I'm saying first ballot Hall of Famers. Me too. I like to think so, yeah. Me too. Hey, they've won, they won back-to-back. Art Ross winners. Art, Art Ross. They won MVPs, one Hart, one Ted Lindsay. Exactly. They have over 1,000 points, 1,000 games. And they're twins. And they're twins. Hey, they maybe they don't have the cup. Guess what? It doesn't came, matter. It's, came, ho- it's hockey they history. Came, they came as literally as close as you can. Hockey again, history. It's and, hockey history. And if Matt Sundin is a first ballot Hall of Famer, you better bet. You better bet, yes, all your fucking money that, that Henrik and Daniel are being first ballot Hall of Famers. I don't give a fuck. That, that has to happen. 
put the Canuck bias aside and just look at this list and tell me that they're not getting in over any of these guys. Okay. First, Daniel Alfredson, Rod Brindamore, Patrick Eliash, Theo Fleury, Curtis Joseph, I think Theo Kevin Lowe. Come on. Alexander McGillney still. Jamie. Patrick Eliash was pretty filthy back in the day. He was, but could you imagine the outrage if, if Eliash got in as a first ballot and Henry Daniel did it? No, this is, these aren't guys going for like oh, the okay, first cool. time. It's just a list. Eliash oh, know, has been eligible. Oh, Eliash is actually, this, is, this was his first, first year of eligibility. Year, yeah. So when I look at those guys, like, man, there's, there's no way that, there's no way the Sedins aren't first ballot Hall of Famers, in my opinion. And again, it's not the just the points. It's not retiring just the this year, and then they're yeah. so they're just so special to the game. There's nothing ever like them, and there there won't be anything ever, ever like them again. Hundred percent, man. In the NHL, first ballot. Uh, that would be my personal. They're opinion, twins. Yeah. They're fucking twins, bro. You know, what would be funny if they induct one of them in front of <laughs> the other. It's like Henrik. Actually, you're more of a Hall of Famer. Daniel will get you next year. <laughs> yeah, Henrik is a better yeah. player. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know, man. I think Henrik. He knows it too. Well, there was that stretch in. That one season where Daniel got a broken foot or whatever, and Henrik had to ripped it up, and he ripped it up with still. Mason Raymond. Yeah, <laughs> like Henrik, I think is a type of center who could play with anyone. Daniel needs Henrik. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I like it. I think I so. Like it. I, I think like that's it. a take. I wow, like it. that is bold. Nicholas, that's Nick Bonnie. That's not bold. That's Nick Bonnie. Here's here's a bolder question: Was Daniel the system twin? Dan- you, know, you know what? No, and you know why I don't even like your first take either? It's because people like you are the reason why Daniel didn't Go get off. the heart in 2011, Go man. off! Everyone thought, like, Corey Perry winning the heart in 2011 was probably one of the biggest travesties of the Sedin's career. Wait, wait, I'm not saying Daniel Sedin didn't deserve heart. I agree with you. He deserved heart. Reason- I know, but I'm just saying this. It's, it's the opinions like that. Everyone's like, oh, it's like just you, Bonnie. Because Henrik played all tw- 82 like games you. that season when he- when Daniel won the Art Ross. And you're like, oh, it's just, it's just his brother, you know? It's just his turn. No, Daniel's a great player on his own man honestly he is some of the goals you watch when you go through the Daniel Sedin highlights he's just as fucking filthy as Henrik with the passes too it's just the way it goes man first battle hall of famer but the, I, I see Bonnie's argument in the sense that we we saw we <laughs> thank saw, you thank again, you I'll, I'll give you one small point but you're mostly wrong we saw more of Henrik by himself we didn't yes. see as much of Daniel by himself and what did Henrik do tore it up What, what other argument do I need? Nicholas! <laughs> yo, that may be the best bump we have, yo. Nicholas Body, man, the rookie, just fucking stepping up to the plate, already the team MVP. Like Quinn Hughes. Like Quinn fucking Hughes. Okay, let's talk about the best twins of all time before we wrap things up. Let's have some fun. And legit, I only had, I only had one other set of twins that I want to talk about. Okay, the Olsen twins. Who, who was better <laughs> at their craft the Olsen no no what this is not a joke this is not a okay. joke the Olsen twins or the Sedins the Sedins okay no so you got to debate this a bit we got to debate so, yeah okay. you got okay. it okay. All right, we're so talking about full house yeah, we're talking about full house yeah, so and the, they were kids yeah the Olsen twins were in full house and they did a bunch of those like, yeah. <laughs> straight to DVD movies <laughs> or whatever right or I guess VHS back in the day the Olsen twins go so Finding a horse I didn't really I watch know. Full House or any of those movies. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go with the Sedins because I know their body work. You never watched Full House? No, man. I watched a lot a bit, of Full bit, House, bit, man. Bit before my time, it feels like. I just feel like it was always on. 
Here's the thing about, okay, the yeah, Olsen, no. the Olsen twins. Yeah. You know, they were just bubbly and happy and they just read the words off the paper wow. and they were doing a great job. Like this four year old not talented as the, fuck, the, the you know? The worked for it, man. The Olsen twins, by the time, what? by the time the, like, the Sedins were growing pubic hair, the Olsen twins oh. were already like fucking, you know. Oh my God. Okay. So they were already going guy, downhill by yeah. the teenage when, when, years. When Hendrick Sedin was winning the Art Ross. Fucking Mary Kane Ashley Olsen Olsen were ripping huge lines in some New York. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, nightclub we've never heard of. Okay, so there you go. There's you, my answer. You guys are just you're talking you guys, about. You know, no, you guys are putting the fact that these like four year old girls at one point were just like switching, switching, bro. You're, switching everyone, spots you're, you guys roll. are clowning to, me for my Daniel Sedin no, needed no. Hendrickson, <laughs> and I you're just, going on Sedin's <laughs> retirement night saying Mary Kane and Ashley. No, I'm not saying they're better. The better. I'm not twins. saying they're better. Yo, Hendrick and Daniel, what they did, hundred percent of the best twins of all time. I'm just trying to like, yo. Create a little debate here and just not okay. Not How just about this. Not yeah, just we, we got too passionate. That's what it is. Okay. Sorry about that. Here's a, what about the Winklevoss twins? Who the fuck are those? They they co-founded or they Facebook. Got, they Facebook. Stole you ever watch the Facebook. social network? Oh, those, those are the, 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 the kayakers. The kayakers. Yes. Talented motherfuckers, hey. but not as talented as the Olsen twins. Yo, they probably have more just, money than Henrik and Daniel Sedin. Just think about that. That they what do. they had to do. Like from a, like four years old, they just had to be that girl on Full House and just. Act out lines like that's pretty hard for a four year old. Like, what the fuck were you doing as a four year old? weren't they even doing it when they were younger too? Like three years old, they're like, I just think that. See, that's what I always get about crazy. like really young child yeah. actors like that. Like, it's all, it's always just the parents pushing. It. They don't fucking have any idea what acting is. <laughs> Man, the Olsen twins versus the Sedins. Yes, I'm giving the dub to the Sedins. But are, I just, are there I just some, think are there some more respect that, on? I, I the think there's some twins. American twins that like won the Olympic gold medal for like gymnasts and track and stuff like that too. Like, yeah, I look this up. I put, I put them ahead of the Olsen. What twins. are the Olsen twins like doing right now? One okay. of them married like an old rich banker. The Olsen days. What the happened old rich to Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen? Which twin pair has the highest net worth? What? Should we just click on this before we leave? Okay, what's going on here? Twins, yo. There, there are a lot of like famous twins, but nobody better than Henrik and Daniel. Look at this, okay? Let's just play this, okay? Let's see what the hell this is. They were rapping at the they age of rapping. six, okay? They have their own rap, their own rap song. What the fuck am I listening to? It was a real good time tonight. It really was. That that song made my uh, my ear holes bleed. Yo, like they I just was just said, awful. we got everything you need. And what was the last line? They got bars. We'll so have a like, great time indeed. It's guaranteed. Yeah, it we'll have a great yeah. time. It's guaranteed. Were you writing bars? Were you writing bars at that age? You think no. they, you think so? they wrote it? So <laughs> yeah, Kyle. <laughs> Hey. I know you had sober January and you're back. All uh. oh, right. Okay. I'm not, again, I'm, oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying that Henrik and Daniel are, you know. You try to get, you try, you try to get the debate the going. I'm not even, yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, they deserve a little bit more credit. I was, I was just playing video games at the age of six. These guys were, you know, making music videos, rapping. Bro, here, here's the thing, man. Henrik and Daniel Sedin are just the fucking best twins of all time. They are. They are. Hands down. There's no Hands argument. Down. No. There's no argument nothing. to be had here. There really isn't. They're just a lot of fun to be had, and you two need to, you know, brush up on your your Olsen twin history, okay? okay Give some, hey, respect here, 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 here's some a, more respect to these two. Here's another debate. Who would do better in the other person's, in the other twin's role? Would Mary Kay and Ashley be the better hockey players, or would Daniel Hendrickstein be the better actors in a sitcom? Olsen twins playing hockey. 
I was gonna say Sadine. I'll say Sadine's acting. <laughs> I just got. I just okay. You know what? These these girls multi talented. You know, <laughs> multi talented. What did the old show yeah. they can do anything uh, like that's athletic? The Sadines are at least kind of witty. <laughs> Mary Kay and Ashley playing a National Hockey League game would be like that South Park episode. What you ever watch that South Park episode no. where they have like the little kids? And they uh, and Stan is Stan's team, and they play the Detroit Red Wings for real, <laughs> and they just absolutely just destroy them. That would be Mary Kane Ashley. Oh on the man, ice. dude! Yeah, I wonder if they actually. You know what? We'll, we'll dig into some more Olsen twin history sometime down the road. Maybe we. I, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I've <hope> <laughs> had enough. Five outfit formulas that the Olsen twins have down to a science. I don't know, man. All right, there they we got go. Fashion unlocked too. Okay, my name is Kyle Baldos. Trevor Bags, Bondi. Shout out to Henrik and Daniel. You guys got any final words? We love you, Henrik and Daniel. Wow. You guys two, have been two greatest Canucks ever, and I was uh, very fortunate to watch their entire career. Best twins of all wow. time, Jacob Markstrom. Congratulations on having the best performance in the regular season by a goaltender in Canucks history. Go check it out. No one's had 49 yeah, we barely, and we a ba- We've barely talked about oh, yeah. Markstrom. It doesn't even He's matter. Amazing. It doesn't even matter. It's, it's Again. the same thing. Here's the th- I think some people are going to overlook the fact that the Canucks continue to be bad defensively. Because, you know, Sadine Knight, blah, blah, blah. But we've been saying it for a long time. The, the formula for success for this roster is get outstanding, near-perfect goaltending, which they've gotten for they the better got part perfect of their wins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. For the better part of their wins, it's based on Markstrom's performance and having Hughes and Pedersen. So mm-hmm. I'm not, yeah, I'm not really discouraged by the f- performance because we've seen this the whole time, and we're just trying to get to April. You know what I'm saying? Just get to April. Get, get into the tailgate, so I'm looking Get into the yeah. tailgate, okay? Hey. Great times coming up. You know, we got the Canucks Twitter March Madness. I got to go from 64, at least up into like 60 or 61, I'm hoping. Um, even All you need I, is a win. One win. Give me a win. One win. Give me a win. One win can change Trevor's life. Vote for Trevor, and you'll change his whole network. If Trevor gets some clout off this network, it's over. Woo. It's over, man. It's well, on you, bro. I love you guys. <laughs> I'm doing it for you. Okay, okay. Go get the Nux Misconduct Network. Four shows, one swipe. Power of the Tile, the Quickie. Silky and Filthy, brand new episode. Today, tomorrow, around this time. Have a good morning, a good night, a good afternoon. I don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Hashtag vote for Trevor because he's about to have kids. <laughs>